Welcome to another podcast in a series of podcasts by final year students at Fashion Business School, London College of Fashion, University Arts London, discuss their findings from completing their final major projects. All Fashion Business School students are required to complete a final major project in their final year, which can take two forms, either a detailed research into a fashion business topic of their choice or the completion of an enterprise business plan. I'm Tessa Howell. Um, I study BA uh, Fashion Buying and Merchandising, or studied, I've actually finished now. (laughs) Um, But my dissertation was titled Notions of Luxury, um, an explorative study into the heterogeneity in millennial ideals, perceptions and psychological value shifts post-COVID-19 outbreak. Um, And in a little kind of snippet, it delves into materialistic um, and immaterial realms of luxury, luxury, and it's kind of inclusive of Um, time and space and the value placements of those realms Um, so it's kind of how that translates into the current COVID-19 retail environment um, and kind of crucially the differentiation in in millennial um, luxury definitions so um, looking back at historical notions of luxury and the changes that have occurred due to COVID-19 so it's very kind of topical to now and what has literally just happened in the last I guess year and a half really. Um, so yeah could you just sort of give a a little bit of a reasoning for for your study Mm. to this uh topic about shifting um values of of consumers millennials um yeah i think um well it just kind of it it boggles my mind really that um we're coming out of a such a crucial crazy um time with covid and many businesses um just haven't really given that much research into um, their consumers. You know, there's lots of articles and lots of um, kind of fashion information going around through like WGSN and Drapers and Business Fashion predicting um, that the uh, specifically millennial consumer is going to be just kind of hopping back onto that bandwagon of of buying and consuming and, um, you know, spending all their money again, which... Um, I'm sure there's there's an element of truth to it, but I think there hasn't been any information on um, where, why, or what they're going to be buying with their money. Um, specifically, you know, is it actually fashion that people want anymore? Possibly not. Um, you know, what what do they actually value? What do they actually deem as luxurious? Um, because I think that has totally changed. Um, and I, I do find it mind-boggling that lots of businesses haven't actually put in the um, in the graph to actually find that out. And I think it, it might bite some businesses back um, because I, I don't think the retail climate will be the same as it was pre-COVID. And I think the consumer has just totally changed and what they desire and what they value is, is going to be totally different. And that's just going to have massive ripple effects on the fashion industry. Um, so yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Well, thank you very much for today and for sharing your findings from your research. <laughs> wow, brilliant. And uh, so uh, what, what made you what made you pick uh, the millennial demographic? Um, I guess because um, I am actually in that category just um, and speaking to um, people in the industry that I've worked with. Um, I was just really intrigued um, at that kind of generation, really, and 
how I, I kind of I saw their viewpoint shifting a lot previous to COVID-19 um, in terms of fashion materialism. Um, and I think I was just really intrigued to um, if COVID-19 had had a further impact on them specifically. I do think this um, dissertation um, subject would be really great to actually test out on different um, generations, you know, such as Gen Z, for instance, because it, the, 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 result, I cannot speak, results and findings would probably be really different. Um, but I guess the main reasons why I thought um, I wanted to go along this topic was not only because it's so topical, but um, there is so much limited research into the psychological impacts of COVID-19 on millennial consumers, specifically in the realm of retail um, and the deepened kind of understanding of the, why this, the habits might be changing. Um, I found it quite hard to find really specific research um, academically. Um, and I guess it's so important as well for um, businesses to understand their consumers. And obviously millennials are such a huge, um, kind of consumer so um, I think it's really important and um, there's a real gap there to be to be researched um, you know understanding their perceptions and ideals and motives is pretty key and um, yeah as I said from my own perspective I've always found it incredibly interesting meeting people um, through my own experiences but just even at uni being at a fashion uni um, who are extremely like materialistic and others who value immaterial realms over um, over fashion and I guess it's um, really interesting to see why um, and specifically over the last years yeah I've personally questioned the relationship between luxury and monetary worth so I wanted to really push the boat out a little bit um, and have an open discussion in my research to find out how kind of subjective the matter really is um, and where those kind of beliefs and motivations towards luxury really come from so really kind of like a psychological angle is quite embedded into the into the research so yeah <laughs> and actually i suppose also millennials constitute the biggest well the largest uh demographic uh, yeah. for luxury consumers and um it's interesting that you mentioned generation z as well because yeah. they are they are sort of the the next uh you know they, they are soon to take over i think um sure. <laughs> future as the biggest demographic demographic of luxury consumers so yeah the interesting demographics yeah. um so um you recognize there was sort of a gap in academic uh understanding of this demographic and given that um covid well we're still in covid pandemic yeah. uh, hopefully soon to soon to sort of yeah, who would have thought we'd see <laughs> this pandemic sort of 18 months since since the yeah. outbreak um, so, uh, but how did you go about sort of, um, sort of gathering information and gathering research, um, into, um, into yeah. so it, it was, um, as I'm sure you can imagine, pretty tricky because of COVID. Um, so I guess it was all virtual. Um, it was all, uh, through, uh, my own contacts and, um, I guess family and friends. So in that sense, it was quite narrow because um, it was totally within the UK. So I think one of the biggest things that I'm recognizing from this subject is that um, it's it would be so good to do on kind of like a global scale. You know, my findings are really quite clear, but um, obviously only kind of compacted within in the UK and then within 
um, the circle of people I kind of know. So, um, yeah, so I kind of, I did it through um, interviews and a survey. So um, I did my interviews um, over uh, Zoom and FaceTime. Um, and yeah, it was quite informal, I think, to kind of gather people's opinions before I, I kind of tried to, I, I tried to really um, kind of not implement anything uh, any of my own kind of beliefs or anything um, I kind of really tried to just ask the really bare questions about the subjects to and then kind of prompt um, the the, um, the people to kind of say more um, but from their own opinions it was quite intriguing to see how different people um, I guess approach the subject um, and yeah and then the surveys um, I sent around um, and I think I got 120 participants. So it was really good. Yeah, <laughs> very enjoyable, really interesting. So um, so traditionally, how, how is luxury viewed, I suppose, or valued in, you know, according to your research? Yeah, so um, it was actually, um, it's, it's such a complex um, history of luxury, really. Um, there was actually, well, I kind of started off um, looking back um, almost to even like um, ancient Greece, really, and how luxury was seen as almost a bit kind of frivolous and um, almost a bit sinful. Um, and then I, I went more into kind of um, academic definitions um, and this was more to do with um, kind of the luxury within um, society really and um, how society throughout time which is obviously it changes through the years you know how how everything everyone fits together but specifically social classes and how luxury was very much defined by not only class but also um, fashion um, obviously took a massive, massive um, position within that. So um, it was, if I'm totally honest, within history, it's changed so much. Um, so I think the, the, the conclusion that I came from history, came out of the historical kind of um, section of it was how different and totally subjective <laughs> the subject is um, which made me want to research it even more really because um, I just thought um, you know that there, there isn't as much research as there should be so yeah so that's interesting so this is constant sort of evolution of, of how we value luxury and going back as far as ancient Greek times you know, yeah I think definitely I, I guess I'm kind of forgetting the main bit here which is materialism and consumption I guess that I keep on forgetting about that bit of it but it's it's such a huge um thing that I, I presume everyone um kind of thinks of with, within luxury but it's key to note that I guess that that was one of the key elements throughout not just history but even up to today um materialism and consumption within luxury and specifically the fashion industry obviously it's kind of the core element of fashion I guess um is it's just it's entirely embedded um, within people's minds, and I think that's one of the things that um, the research really showed that kind of new phenomenon of consumer kind of um, consumers shifting their their viewpoints in in that sense of it's been luxury has been such a materialistic subject, um, and 
I think that's all going to change and I think it is changing um so yeah that was really interesting so then that leads me on to um you know so 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 what were your findings from your study um yeah <laughs> um I guess there was so much um, it was really hard to conclude actually um, in the sense of there was just so many um, different elements to it but I, overall there was a huge um, differentiation in millennial ideals and definitions of luxury which I did kind of expect I guess um, as I said historically that's been the case and it, it still is now but I think um, obviously the, the subject is um, totally subjective due, due to geographical and demographic segmentations but there was very much a clear consumer uh, phenomenon emerging, showcasing um, something called terminal values um, as key indicators of what luxury really is. So um, terminal values, if I just give you a quick definition, um, are the medians with the utmost desirability and substance of sustained happiness. Um, so inclusive of family security, freedom, equality, friendship, love, respect, social recognition, and wisdom. Um, and interestingly, 63.3% of participants noted freedom, family, and friends, and, and social human interaction as true luxury post COVID-19, um, which I think is a really kind of potent um, statistic. Um, and there was very much a clear value shift, as I said before, from materialism and consumption to more immaterial and um, incorporeal realms of luxury. Um, yet this didn't diminish the consumer's need for social recognition and status recognition, which was interesting because I guess that linked back a lot to what I'd seen historically um, of, of why um, I guess the whole notion of luxury was invented, you know, why what, it was all kind of invented for um, the image of someone which obviously ties in entirely to fashion um, and it's also crucial to note that some of the most immaterial luxuries um, such as more time and space are in fact arguably achieved through monetary wealth as well um, so similarly to fashion um, which was really interesting because I think um, you know because they're immaterial you just presume that you can just have them but obviously you can't not everyone can I think we see that quite clearly um in the COVID lockdown actually when it was really clear um who could have the luxury of a garden or a bigger house or an office space um I guess yeah the desirability for experiences rather than um just an object or specifically clothing has grown due to COVID-19 so yeah um that was my main kind of findings and interestingly as well if um if anyone wants to have a look at my dissertation there was an image in there that I found back um back in full lockdown it was in British Vogue September uh 2020 issue um and it's a image that was nearly right at the back actually but it was a full full page image um and it's of a naked man and woman um, and they're jumping into the sea in Greece and it's captioned um, an image of happiness and an image of total freedom, um, which I think really hit home to me. I was kind of like, wow, it's quite ironic how Vogue were quite openly advertising an almost ideal world without clothing and a sense of freedom and non-materialism. Um, so, I, yeah, and I think through my own primary research, that sense of freedom and um, freedom from material objects um, was really evident. You know, everyone I spoke to really connected with that idea of 
how COVID has pushed us into this um, sense of needing something other than just an object or clothing um, and materialism in general, um, that need for something else, whatever that, that may be. Um, yeah, so yeah, luxury. <laughs> so I suppose this, this shift away from, I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? Because mm -hmm. we were locked down, you know, like, um, you know, the expression lockdown meant that we didn't have that freedom. So it's quite yeah. interesting that, well, I suppose maybe not that surprising that, you yeah. know, when, when we didn't have the opportunity for something, mm. then we start, we start missing it. So, you know, we yeah. take for granted for the fact that, you know, at pre-COVID, we could just jump on a plane and, and go to Greece, or we could just, you know, visit our family or spend sure. time with our friends. And actually COVID prevented that. Mm. Yeah, there was really good time or limited it anyway. Sure, yeah. Um, and I guess, yeah, it's 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 true in my dissertation as well, that link with luxury to value and desirability is really key to note. Um, and obviously that that totally changes dependent on on the person themselves and their scenario, which obviously we've seen in COVID. But um one of the key uh, quotes that I got from one of the participants was um they said, um and you will get a quick fix from buying a luxury bag or a, or a short short term fix, I guess. But speaking to your family or seeing your friends, just all of that stuff is totally irreplaceable, isn't it? And um, it's yeah, I thought that was really interesting. <laughs> really good. Um, yeah. And perhaps has a, a longer, longer impact on on your feeling of mm. like happiness or well-being than perhaps having having a bag in the wardrobe or whatever yeah for sure <laughs> so so how do you think your findings could be used within the fashion industry do you think I think overall it's that uh, I guess on a basic level it's just that identification of what is as I said desirable what consumers mindsets are what their perceptions are and I guess it, this move away from materialism obviously will have such a massive effect on the fashion industry who, who totally rely on uh, people buying, obviously profit. Um, so I think it's, it's a really uh, tricky time for the fashion industry because I think um, it's, an, it's a totally new phenomenon and, and this wave of consumers who are actually seeing um, the fashion industry maybe not in the best light. I mean, there's so many different um, subjects that come into that, whether that be sustainability or, um, you know, ethical um, considerations. I think the fashion industry have had a lot of um, kind of bad um, emotions kind of sent their way. And, and I think it's a chance uh, for this research to be used and, and for them to kind of say then the industry as a whole to identify the new consumer and and then then kind of see how the fashion industry can fit into that and how we can actually um obviously sell product but more experience um in a more positive light and something that will positively impact the consumer um and matches their values and and their their desires and their needs for the future um which is I think totally changed due to COVID. So yeah. So you know, 
I, I suppose it's about communicating with that customer, but also identifying actually what sure. that customer values and therefore what they might want and need, I suppose. Yeah, uh, entirely, yeah, entirely. And, you know, I think COVID has, a, has given us the opportunity to have time to reflect. For and sure. it's very interesting to, to see, you know, what that time of reflection mm. is has resulted in you know when when in your case you know you you took a look at the millennial consumer and mm. recognized how that period of reflection had actually impacted on yeah sort of yeah that the way that they thought the way that um they they valued in this case luxury so yeah really sure interesting yeah and i think actually again another um kind of um quote from way back was it kind of feels like forever ago now but back in 2020 in the thick of lockdown um dame um anna winter um basically just said what you have just um highlighted there and and questioned consumers values and she said i think it's an opportunity for us all to look at our industry and to look at our lives and rethink our values um and obviously this was back over a year ago and i thought that was really Potent, that someone so obviously prestigious in the fashion industry was basically saying we all need to have a little bit of introspection and have a look at what's going on and reshape whatever the industry will be in the future but I think it will be entirely different in all shapes and forms <laughs> exciting times ahead <laughs>